voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to what? All Things Radio 620... 622, Bill. 22, and it's March, what, 24th today. And I'm on day yep. number 25 of no medicine, but that could end tomorrow. So oh, well. we'll see. We will see. But here we are. We've got a real busy show, so take it away, Jeff, while I fix this computer. All right, I'm not, uh, I want to make sure I don't mess things up, but I, I know what we're doing. So let's start with our radio news from a national perspective, followed up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And we have, uh, and, I, and I'm not sure exactly the order I forgot here, Bill, but we have, two diff- we have two different things that we're doing that's a little bit different than we normally do. First of all, we're going to celebrate WLW's 100th birthday, which occurred yesterday. And we have a little feature that I found, and I have to thank uh, Doug for this. See, he's supposed to come on later on this, in the show, Doug Hunter, DJ Doug. It's called X-Bomb Radio, X-B-O-M-B Radio. This is a radio station on the internet only. That's an HD3 substation of radio station KHYZ-FM in Las Vegas, Nevada. And it, it, and it says that the world might be coming to an end because of a possible nuclear attack. I don't know if that's going to happen. But what they've done with this radio station is they is they play so much variety of music it's 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 just an unusual it's just an unusual radio station that you've never heard before so when i when i heard it i was enthralled with it next we're going to take care of in our classic air check of a request for gina who's in washington state what do they hear k-a-y-o fm in seattle washington and i found an air check of them they were a country station on 1150 in washington state of washington and we're going to hear ed howell Finally, we're going to travel to Dallas, Texas, and listen to a station we featured maybe about seven or eight years ago when we started doing All Things Radio, but pretty much more than that, actually. And it's KPLX-FM. They've, they've gone to an older mix of country music, not necessarily oldies like you think from the 50s and 60s, but more oldies, I think, from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I'm not as familiar with country music, so I really am not. So I'm kind of in the dark here. But that's what we've got going on this week on All Things Radio Live. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. It's a little bit different than we normally do. In other words, we got a lot of content. We do. Yeah. Real quickly, anything going on in the, the big wide world, Bernie, you want to talk about? I read your news story from last week, so it's very much out in the public. Actually, and it so, just got released today, Bernie. So, <laughs> which which story are we talking about? Casey Daniels. Casey Daniels. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess that uh, finally did happen. So, has, has everybody? I'm, I'm assuming everybody here has read the book, 
uh, Rocking America by uh, uh, Rick Sklar. Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. No. yeah I, I've never read the book, and somebody mentioned it to me a couple of weeks ago, so I bought it. And uh, so that's that's my next read. Oh, okay. Well, I'm assuming was, it's a good book. It is a very good book. He was a very smart programmer. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And um, yeah. he came to WABC after working at WINS in New York. So uh, he was, like I said, he was very, very good at his craft and uh, died, unfortunately, passed away after have, have, he was having knee surgery. And there were complications oh, wow. with the anesthesia that they gave him, and, and that's how he lost his life. Not, nothing yeah. to do with the oh, knee wow. surgery. Well, I, I saw it on Kindle, and so I had to buy it. So uh, that's, mm. that's the next thing. Give us a... Yeah, your assignment next week is to do a book report on uh, Rick. I will. Yeah, yeah maybe I will. <laughs> All right. I, th- I think you'll find it very interesting. Um, oh, I he, do too. He had such, I would say, a foresight in in knowing what to do with WABC at the time, and you know, even even if it, was, if it wasn't always my favorite radio station, it that you can't deny that they had listeners, which which really superseded most of the AM radio stations in New York State, you know, in New York City at that time. But of course, they they got caught up when the, when FM became popular, and of course, everyone was going to FM, sure. and they they tried monkeying around with it, which 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 anyone would do, and so they went to a disco. They played a lot of disco for a while. They they just didn't really know what to do. But uh, but the, the fact that they lasted as long as they did until 1982, when WABC went talk, um, really really says something about it. So, oh yeah, WABC and WLS both. Uh, lasted a lot longer than yeah. people thought they would. I, I tend oh, yeah. to agree. I tend to agree, and uh, you, you got to you got to think. Uh, and 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 when you look at WABC when it started, I mean, it wasn't Rick Sklar who was their program director. It was Mike Joseph back in 1961, and you know who Mike Joseph is. Bernie, he's oh, the yeah. guy that gives the guy hot, that hits. Us hot hits. Hot hits. And uh, and uh, so we and we were one, and Syracuse, New York, was one of the first stations to get the format because the guy I went to college with, Todd McLaren, otherwise known as Todd Parker. Um, worked there as well, so it was an interesting, uh, interesting time in radio. I missed that format. I used to like it. No, it wouldn't last today. You'd have to modify it, but it it had it, it wasn't made for people to listen to it all day long. But it had a, it had a high cum, but not a long listening life. Right, but the idea was high cum. That's right. That's what the that's yeah. what they wanted. Exactly. Bill, I'll turn it over to you, my friend. All right, is it now time for that award money news? I'm still uh, waiting for the award, but it's that time. In the well, mail. There's always something to look forward <laughs> to, Jeff. I know. <laughs> I think this new post office screwed it up. I think you're right about yeah. that. I, but in the meantime, let's do the news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Odyssey purchased the intellectual properties of radio station WAMO-AM in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Odyssey and Cumulus make changes to the radio landscape in Detroit, Michigan, and Chicago, Illinois. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and begin our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Odyssey makes news. Odyssey has just announced that it has purchased the intellectual properties of radio station WAMO-AM and its FM translator in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. WAMO-AM and its FM translator are owned and operated by March Communications. Odyssey will run the radio stations under a local market agreement. WAMO-AM 
programs a hip-hop format. Now let's find out what's going on with Odyssey in Detroit, Michigan, and Cumulus in Chicago, Illinois. If you love Kim Commando, you already know that Kim Commando airs Saturday mornings on radio station WLSAM. Well, she's doing a special show every Friday night starting at 7 p.m. So you can listen to more of Kim Commando, the digital diva, on radio station WLSAM in Chicago, Illinois. Now let's move to Detroit, Michigan, where Odyssey is making changes to the radio landscape at radio station WWJAM. They transmit on a frequency of 950 with an all-news format. Odyssey has added Jonathan Carlson as a co-anchor in the mornings at radio station WWJAM. He'll be working with co-anchor Roberta Giussini at the radio station. He comes to this radio station after working for WGCL Television in Atlanta, Georgia. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Congratulations go out to Bill Lacey, who is hanging up his headphones after over 50 years in the radio business. He started his radio career in Buffalo, New York at radio station WBUFFM. He also worked in Jamestown, New York and Bradford, Pennsylvania, and he came back to Buffalo working at radio station WBENAM. And for the last 20 years, he's been working as the morning man at radio station WHTTFM with their classic hits format. WHTTFM is owned and operated by Cumulus, and the folks at Cumulus are on the hunt for a new morning host at radio station WHTTFM. You already know that Nielsen provides ratings for radio stations throughout the United States. However, there's another ratings company that is also out there providing radio stations in smaller and medium-sized radio markets. Eastland will add six new markets to its roster. These markets include Chico, California, Hot Springs, Arkansas, Redding, California, San Angelo, Texas, Utica, New York, and Waco, Texas. Ed Levine, president of Galaxy Communications in Utica, New York, says this is a step in the right direction. If you're convicted of a felony, should you continue to hold a radio license? Well, that's going to be a question put to the FCC for a radio license in Powell, Tennessee. The owner of the radio station was convicted of tax fraud and tax evasion in 2016. The owner of the radio station is Joseph Armstrong and would let you know if his license is revoked in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now let's move to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Stevens Media has removed the all-80s format on a translator transmitting on a frequency of 94.5. The translator is broadcasting the HD2 subchannel of radio station KTSO-FM. The station is now broadcasting a contemporary Christian format. It's a return to classic hits on 94.5. 94.5 FM in Danbury, Connecticut. 94.5 The Hawk in Danbury, Connecticut had been broadcasting a classic rock format. But that's all gone now because Berkshire Broadcasting has decided to return the format to what it was two years ago, Classic Hits. And we'll provide you with an air of this radio station in next week's All Things Radio live broadcast. Bustos Media is expanding their holdings in Tucson, Arizona with the purchase of a radio station on 105.3. The station is KZLZ-FM and it was originally owned and operated by Todd Robinson, LLC. The station broadcasts a Mexican regional format. In other news, Nielsen has rejected an unsolicited offer by a private equity firm to buy a stake in the company. Nielsen says that $25 a share is not enough, and they are rejecting the hostile takeover by this private equity firm. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Meter ratings. As we look at those ratings, we find out there are record highs for radio stations in Dallas, Texas, and Atlanta, Georgia. But first, let's move our microphones to New York City, where the number one rank radio station is WBLS-FM, with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in New York City is WCBS-FM with a classic its format. In Los Angeles, California, 
The number one-ranked radio station is KOST-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KRTH-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Los Angeles, California is KBIG-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Chicago, Illinois, there's a tie for the number one and two-ranked radio stations. Number one is radio station WBEZ-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is WVAZ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Chicago, Illinois, is WBBM-AM with its all-news operation. In San Francisco, California, the number one-ranked radio station is KQED-FM with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in San Francisco, California, is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one-ranked radio station, and they really are number one with big gains with a 7.2 share of the audience, is KLN. OFM with a Mexican regional format owned and operated by Univision. The number two rank radio station is KZPS FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Dallas, Texas is KHKS FM with a pop CHR format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KODA FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KLTN FM with a Mexican regional format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Houston, Texas is KSBJ FM with a Christian CHR format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one ranked radio station, and they were a big winner, was WSRV-FM with a classic hits format with an 8.8 a share of the audience. The number two ranked radio station is WSB-AM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Atlanta, Georgia, is WALR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WDAS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WMMR-FM with a rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is WMGK-FM with a classic rock format. Out of Long Island, the number one rank radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is WAXQ-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station out of Long Island is WALK-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Riverside, California, the number one rank radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KLYY-FM with a Spanish format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in Riverside, California is KRQB-FM with a Mexican regional format. In San Jose, California, the number one-rank radio station is KRTY-FM with a country format. The number two-rank radio station is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station in San Jose, California is KBRG-FM with a Spanish format. And finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one-rank radio station is WKXW-FM with a talk format. The number two-rank radio station is WSKQ-FM with a Spanish tropical format. And finally, the number three-rank radio station out of New Jersey is WHTZ-FM with a top 40 format. Next week... We'll continue our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Media Ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is Indeed, followed by Progressive Insurance, DuckDuckGo, ZipRecruiter, and Babbel. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Good job, Jeff. Wow. Thank, thank you, Bill. Wow. Uh, I don't know what we can say about the radio news this week except that uh, it, well, it doesn't, the, more, the more it changes, the more it stays the same. That's, <laughs> I think what that's about re- the, 
What about Dallas? Uh, the the station, the, the regional Mexican station, is number yeah. one. Well, that's a, that, you is know that, the funny uh, thing is that used to be the number one station in Dallas. If you remember, and I've been doing these ratings for a few years now, Bernie, it was always WHK. I mean KHKS. Oh yeah, always, right. always, yeah. always. And um, and when, when of course they kind of went downhill in a sense because they never really found a replacement for Kid Craddock, who passed away oh, quite yeah. a, few, a few years ago. Oh, and they still called the morning show the Kid Craddock show, even though he's been wow. dead for a few years, died of a heart attack a few years ago. But they still have that show, and they call it the Kid Craddock show. Um, and again, we, we saw this uh, last last month when they had K, uh, WDAV in Dal- in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Classical station is number one, although I can tell you that next week when we do the, the uh, ratings, it's not number one, it's number two in Charlotte this time. So I don't know how they do these people. I don't know how they sample these ratings with the meter. One um, of the ironic ones is that KRTY in San Jose will be going away. That's going to be going away. And, uh, yeah, well, Caleb, uh, it's yeah, going to be coming. Yeah, Caleb is going to get them. And that's a very, very successful yeah, station. Now, here's the thing. Decades. Here's the thing. They're a country station. And when they go away, there'll be no other country stations on the FM band in San Francisco, California. That's yeah, served that area. area yeah. So that and that's been owned by Empire Broadcasting for years and years and years. So uh, that's going to be gone. And well, you know, uh, someone may step up to the plate. You know, we have the country station in New York, which was WXBK, uh, which is now the Block with their hip hop format. But obviously, Odyssey must have gotten some pushback from listeners because there is a they they continue the country on their HD two sub channel. They have. Uh, an afternoon, a live afternoon personality on in the afternoon locally, and they have the country syndicated stuff that they do on their stations. They have Katie Neal during middays, and they have Holly Hunter and uh, I forgot his last name is Stone uh, doing evenings. So they obviously realize that there is some value in having that HD signal, and they are selling ads on that HD signal. So, so obviously they may not have made a good choice. I can't say that the hip hop format is going to go away immediately. But it's certainly not doing as well as, as they thought it might do. Uh, and maybe they're looking for the weak sister, you know, waiting for some ratings, looking for the weak sister in their stable to, to slide the country onto, you know. For I, 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 format. You, yeah. might be, you might be right, except that, except that what's get, the reason they may not change it immediately is they don't want, it, they don't want any blowback from listeners who like it. However, you've got WQHT that's doing it. You've got WWPR in New York that's doing it. Then you've got WBLS, which is, which is, an, which is an urban R, R, urban contemporary. R&B station, so, and so it's not as if there's not enough programming for the urban community. Uh, but well, time will tell. I, yeah, I think that, yeah. and, and of course, the other the other big problem. Like I keep saying it every week, and I look at the ratings. Is that WNYL on ninety two point three, which is that alternative rock format? And it's not that it's a bad station. Unfortunately, I'm not sure what they're going to do with it. Now, everyone is speculating on the New York City message boards that it's going to go to be a simulcast to WINS AM. And there's more truth to that, but I'm not going to say it will happen. But it, it could, because if you listen to WINS at night on the AM band, they don't do well because they have to protect CFRB. So if you're up north, up going north of the city where my sister lives, or you're going down in New Jersey, their coverage is poor. But if they get that 92.3 FM signal, they will have a killer signal and they will they because I've even gotten 92.3 here at Albany, New York, when the station that's on that frequency, WFLY FM, has been off the air. So so they that's a very good and, signal. 
And yeah, Bernie, that station you were asking about uh, in Dallas, yeah, the KLNO, they're usually a top five station, but that stereo Latino format in San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas always does well. It's kind of a Spanish AC. Right. They've got the syndicated morning show out of Houston uh, that runs on all of them. So yeah, they're usually top five. Yeah, I I was surprised they were number one. uh, Well, they have been in the top three for the last few books anyway, Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. What I was surprised at is that, that I haven't seen more bilingual Spanish stations. And, they, and like, uh, I, I believe WZTU in Florida does some bilingual programming. But I, I was surprised. At, but I think that's going to be the future of the Latin format. Um, as, as the oh, younger yeah. people start listening to the stations, well, you'll see the Spanish and English together. Now, it's a very regional format. It usually mainly works in Texas, but there's some... Your Tejano stations, now, they mostly talk in English, but the songs are Tejano, you know, Tex-Mex, like, you know, if the you remember the singer Selena, Selena and people like that, she was a Tejano artist. But it's very much a regional bilingual format. Is Selena the one that was shot by, 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 by someone she got shot? Is that the one you're talking about? Her, it was, yeah. She was shot by yeah. her fan club president, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back it's, in '95 or '96. Oh, yeah. I remember okay. that. That made a that was, that was very, very big news, Sean. When that yeah. when that hit, oh, it, it was. It, well, it, yeah, it was all over the place. You really need but, a new fan club president. They're going to go shoot you. It's just not. Yeah. But that format <laughs> is more geared towards the <laughs> Mexican American audience. So, like in Florida and places like that, it pro, you know, in a Cuban American Puerto Rico, it doesn't because it's geared. As a Tex-Mex, but you have them in New Mexico and Arizona, a couple of places. But that's not I the most bilingual. Well, I, I want to pose a question. I want to pose a question. I want to pose a question, and I, I go. I have to go back to 1973 or 74 when WNCN dropped classical and to go progressive. And at that time, you couldn't change your format in the United States without the government's permission. If you had a format that had a niche market like classical, and you changed it to something else, you had to get permission from the government to do it. Then the Supreme Court said you can't do that anymore uh, because if you're the owner of the license, you're responsible for the radio station, and you can't just you can't just arbitrarily government say to a station owner, you can't have this format. However, in other countries, that's not the case. If I have LBC in London, and Bernie, you're familiar with that station, because oh, they, yeah. they have the Steve Allen Show or News Direct 97.3 in London, or in Canada, you can't change your format without permission from from the from the agency that controls radio and television. Because what they say is, well, if you change your format, what is the economic impact that's going to be on another radio station? Or what's the economic going to be to the community? So do you think the government should go back and do that again, guys? I want to, I want, no, and also, no. also no. on the voicemail, we'd like to find out from you guys, 800-693-0595, hitting option two. Because it's an interesting question because it, it comes up occasionally when I talk about radio with friends of mine. No, I don't think the government should get involved in that. I mean, I think I didn't realize that we actually had ever had that rule here. But because I'm surprised that somebody didn't yell and scream in the 50s that rock and roll was the devil's music and even allowed uh, rock and roll stations to be. But, you know, no, I don't think the government needs to get involved with oh, that. Well, that's because the rock and roll stations were uh, loser stations. They were, you know... Maybe bad signals. Maybe nobody listened to them. So well, no, but you KDK and BZ and well, no, all talking, those. Well, no, you know? I'm just no, but Gary, you got to understand. Uh, if, and I don't think it would have been a big deal, except that when WNCN made the change from classical to rock, and they became WQIV Q104 
104.3, quad 104.3. They were calling themselves for a while, too, because they had that simulated four-channel stereo. There was a lot. There was a listeners' guild that was petitioning the FCC to get rid of the station's license. And WHOM-FM did the same thing. They were they were an easy-listening Spanish format. That was English and Spanish, and the, and the answer spoke in both. Because I know my dad used to have it on in his business. They 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 had to get special permission from the FCC, and they became a mellow rock station. And of course, then later on, they became they became a album rock, a more progressive album rock, and then they became disco. So it is it is an interesting question because in Canada, for example, you can't just change your format, and you were required to play to play so much Canadian music. We don't have regulations like that in this country so that's why i brought the the question up for for you guys because it is an interesting interesting thought to think about because we we take for granted how much freedom we have in this country for radio where in other countries that that freedom is not quite the same yes you have the freedom to run it into the ground absolutely Uh, that's exactly (laughs) true now granted Granted, it's not like the old days as much with radio, but it takes away. It's like the Christmas Day when you know the format, new format's coming. Oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And you're waiting, and then oh yeah, you know it's like Christmas morning. So that would take it away because you it would now with the internet it would leak out what the new format's going to be, which it does that already anyway. But especially with the government having to approve it. Well, like I said, I I brought that up just for your for you guys to talk about. However. I want to know if there are people who are going to call the feedback line so that uh, Bill and I can be <laughs> can, I can do some more work editing these these calls. So, but it is interesting interesting thought to think about because we we take it for granted that 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 everyone says well how bad radio is here, but you know we have a lot more freedom than other countries and when it comes to working and programming radio. So that's why I brought it up. Bill, I'm going to turn it over yeah. to you because I think it's time for Jennifer's. Do we have uh, one call? Do we have a call who's been Wanting to get in, that's Al. Al, go ahead, Al. Unmute yourself, please. They just raised his hand. I got him. Go ahead, Al. Okay, gentlemen. How's everybody doing? Uh, hey. First of all, I want to thank you, Jeff, for playing uh, the uh, 1971 to 72 of WBT, because I got to hear a, a fellow that I called frequently for requests, Mike Ivers. Oh, yeah. He, he started here in Cleveland in June of 1983 when WMJI first came on the air, became Magic 105. He was a midday guy for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And it was good to hear a very young Mike Ivers back in 1972. I don't know if you guys were aware that he worked in Cleveland for uh, about 12 years. No, I didn't know, know I didn't know that, but well, it was also good to hear uh, Jack Petrie, who I liked because he had the deepest voice I remember hearing. So Yeah, I enjoyed him too. He had that bassy voice. I liked that. And the second one, before I let you go... Uh, I, I picked up a, a different Australian station, what you played, Jeff. It's the same network, but they play more oldies, and they have a, just one man in the morning. Uh, what's the station? Can you tell me? Uh, you let's see. I had, I had it down here, written down here. It's called uh, Forever Classic 6IX. 6IX, yes. Thank yeah, you. Uh, it's a different uh, station, but uh, it's a different city because they they're 12 hours ahead. And the capital of Australia is uh, 15 hours ahead. Right. If they're 12 hours ahead, they're in the whole continent. Yeah, if they're 12 hours ahead, I can tell you right now, they're in, they're probably in Perth, Australia. Right, so There's, right. there's, there's several of those that are voice tracked. Um, it's owned by the same company. I think 2UE is one of them. And yeah. I don't know who they all are, but I've run across them. Uh, yeah. Australia, remember, all the Australians have numbers in them. So it's going to be 2UE yeah. or, or, or depending on where you are in the country. 
I don't know about that. It's divided by the states you're in. I heard each sta- all six states were different numbers. It was one through six. That's I, what I'd heard. I don't I know. Think, I really that is correct. It, but the yeah. other thing is that Australia is like London. We talked about this last week, Al. Thank you very much. We talked about this Thank last you. week. Have a good night. Um, Thanks. We, we talked about it last week when we talked about smooth radio in London, for example, because uh, we, well, a, there are a lot of radio stations that have networks. And you have smooth FM, you have absolute radio, capital radio, heart FM. Uh, and, and, they all are, and they all broadcast the same program. And it's and then they have sometimes sometimes depending on the city you're in they have a, they have a local morning show. I predict that right while we're doing voice tracking here in this country, that 20 years from now it's going to be that way here too as well. That's just my predictions. So who knows? Bill, I'll turn it over to you for Jennifer. All right, it's his time for Jennifer and her call letter and format changes. Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of March 24th. KPTT FM 95.7, Denver, Colorado, changes calls to KDHT FM, KADA FM 99.3, Ada, Oklahoma, changes slogan from 99.3 KADA to cool 99.3 KESN FM 103.3 Allen, Texas changes slogan from ESPN Dallas to Christian Information Radio KPOA FM 93.5 Lahaina, Hawaii, changes slogan from Island Sounds to KPOA 93.5. KXET AM 1130, Mount Angel, Oregon, changes calls to KQRR AM. KFOR AM 1240, Lincoln, Nebraska, changes slogan from Lincoln. News Talk to KFOR FM 103.3 AM KFNQ AM 1090 Seattle, Washington changes calls to KPTR AM WCEM FM 106.3 Cambridge, Maryland changes slogan from 106.3 Chesapeake Country to Coast Country, 103.9 and 106.3. WLCC AM 760, Brandon, Florida, changes format from silent to religious teaching. KANM FM 90.3, Grants, New Mexico, changes slogan from New Mexico Music to New Mexico Public Media. KANR FM 91.9 Santa Rosa, New Mexico changes the slogan from New Mexico Music to New Mexico Public Media. KANW FM 89.1 Albuquerque, New Mexico changes the slogan from New Mexico Music to New Mexico Public Media. KDUZAM 
1260 Hutchinson, Minnesota changes slogan from your information station to classic hits KDUZ KEDP FM 91.1 Las Vegas, New Mexico changes slogan from New Mexico Music to New Mexico Public Media. KGGA FM 88.1 Gallup, New Mexico changes slogan from New Mexico Music to New Mexico Public Media. KIDS FM 88.1 Grants, New Mexico changes slogan from New Mexico Music to New Mexico Public Media. KACG FM 100.3 Goldfield, Nevada changes format from silent to country. KDJJ FM 94.1 Fernley, Nevada changes format from talk to country and changes slogan from Nevada Talk Network to Ace Country. KPKK FM 101.1 Amagosa Valley, Nevada changes format from talk to country and changes slogan from Nevada Talk Network to Ace Country. WNAM AM 1280 Nina Menasha, Wisconsin changes slogan from America's Best Music 1280 to WNAM 1280 AM WVBO FM 103.9 Winnicon, Wisconsin changes slogan from the Valley's Greatest Hits to WVBO 103.9 Those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week. Well, there we go, and thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer, and guess what? We do have Doug here. I told you I when to... he would come I, in. I, Doug, he's right on time. I gotta, gotta tell you, Doug, you're right on time. <laughs> I told you I'd be here. <laughs> I know you did, so rather than having me talk about the radio station, uh, Bill, just we'll have it if we just turn it to Doug, okay? Got it. Go ahead, Doug. Well, this radio station, actually, Rick Lewis told me about it. It's 99.7... HD3 KHYZ and it's called X Bomb Radio and and Jeff told you what it was initially at the beginning of the broadcast but they play uh, an interesting uh, variety of music and lots of old commercials and things that you'll hear during Jeff's uh, session uh, to me this is the most um one of the most creative uses I've heard of any HD radio when you consider what's on most HD channels. Um, it's it's quite good. They have their own website, and you can get them on your Echo device, too. Now, on your Echo, you have to actually, at least I've found the easiest way to listen to it is to ask for XBOM radio, and it seems to connect every time I ask her to do that. So... Uh, that's really what I want to say about it. It's uh, again, I think you'll be amazed at the creativity. It is voice tracked, uh, but nevertheless, it's still a, a good use of the airwaves. I think. I think so. Where do they broadcast from? Uh, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas. Okay. Metro Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it's a 
The Yetham oh, itself is a 50 kW station, so it's not like it doesn't get yeah. out. And when Doug told uh, me about the station, and whenever Doug gives me a, a radio station to listen to, I always know it's pretty good. So when he said, you got to hear this radio station, I, w- I said to myself, oh, no, what is he coming up with this time? But it, you'll find that it's really pretty good. I think you guys will enjoy it. The other, before I we go on, apparently they do a lot of, a little bit more outside the box thinking when they do stations. They have a network called the Highway Vibe, V-I-B-E, which is a dance uh, pop formatted station. And it's got a very wide playlist, as does this station. So kudos to Heftel Broadcasting for uh, for this. It's quite good. Well, let's so, go Bill, and do okay. it. Okay. This is X-Bomb Radio. say they are. This is X-Bomb Radio.
that sound? Could be Raiders. Could be X-Bomb. You're listening to X-Bomb Radio. Sponsored by Gwen Cross's Housekeeping Tips. Cleaning, fortifying, and booby trapping. Which I suppose leads us back to the cooking tips, doesn't it? <laughs> X-Bomb Radio. Mutually Assured Hits, X-Bomb Radio. I'm going to tell you a story about the house that blew. Because she ain't getting none of it. Thousands of gallons of it, as much as you want. Where? Where? A huge tank of full crap. No, 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 no. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's not self-service. No, no. It's too hard for me. But a man of your ingenuity. Where? 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 Kill me and you'll never find out. X-Bomb Radio. Alive and local. Number one in the wastes. X Bomb Radio. Ten million Americans bring you Frank Edwards and the news. Good evening. Quonset Point, Rhode Island. A badly burned lieutenant told investigators today that he heard shouts of warning from the catapult room just a few seconds before the blast that killed 102 men on the USS Bennington. As I reported to you on the night of the tragedy, the catapults on the big carrier were filled with explosive liquid, which might have been ignited by a chance spark. The British used steam catapults to launch their planes. They have no such tragedies on their carriers. Washington Special. Last night, the Secretary of Commerce had to admit that in his own words, we are in a recession. Tonight, the Labor Department discloses that it has just added 16 more major industrial cities or areas to its list of distressed communities, which now totals 123 major cities with surplus uh, surplus employment, substantial unemployment, as they say in the official statement. Time's up. Good night, good news, and good luck. Thank you, Frank Edwards. Two weeks, 14 days, 326 hours. Every second that your family could be exposed to radiation after a nuclear attack. Radiation that kills. To survive, a fallout shelter is a necessity. Equipment and supplies are essential. Now, Survive All Shelters, one of the nation's leading manufacturers of fallout shelters, offers a basic equipment kit with a Conrad high-powered radio, transistor operated for long battery life, a complete, fully stocked first aid kit, a heavy-duty fire extinguisher, emergency water containers, a chemical toilet for protection against contamination and disease, extra strength saran and rayon bunks, a radiation meter and individual dosimeters for protection every second of each hour of every day 
free a survival shelter now. X-Bomb Radio. Like radio before, only now with radiation sickness. X-Bomb Radio. sensation. Vision is the most markedly altered. Changes in depth perception and the meaning of the object seen are also frequently described. Illusions and hallucinations can also occur. Thinking may become pictorial and daydreaming states are also common. Delusions are also sometimes experienced. The sense of time and of yourself are strangely altered. Strong emotional feelings may range from bliss to horror, sometimes within a single experience. Sensations may cross over. That is, music may be seen or color heard. The individual is suggestible and, especially under high doses, loses his ability to discriminate and to evaluate his experience. This response provided by the MACRI Task Force on Drug Abuse. to know about drugs, but don't know who to ask, ask us, and we'll try to find the answer. AFVN, APO in-country, 96309. X-Bomb Radio. This bunny, bunny likes X-Bomb. Now listen to X-Bomb, because bunny said so. On numbers... FM. Also, bring snacks. Hopefully, humans. So look, you've got a full tank of gasoline, and I've got a stack of shitty records. And I'm going to keep playing them until you bring me a few gallons so I can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's X-Bomb Radio. X-Bomb Radio. Having a blast after the blast. X-Bomb Radio. with more X-Bomb Radio after this important message. Just 
go with me on the important part. that we've got left. 99.7 KHYZ HD3 Mountain Pass Las Vegas First you duck and then you cover. Remember, X-Bomb is also brought to you by violence, murder, and cannibalism. <laughs> there you go. That was cool. Ow. That was cool. Oh, that's great. Oh, Lots yeah. of that energy. Is, isn't it violence, murder, and cannibalism, I think? Yeah. <laughs> well, I see I, I, knew, I see. we got a lot of reaction on it. Uh, yeah. Doug, Doug, I got to thank you. listening to that. Yeah. Uh, Doug, it's I want to thank you very much. Good. Good, Bernie. It almost doesn't seem like it's real. It seems like it's just something that, you know, like somebody put together kind of like uh, WWWX. You know that kind of thing, uh, yeah. it's just one of those chaos radio or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah but it's nonstop all the time. <laughs> this is a 24-hour station, Bernie, and it's it's like I, I wow. I, I listen to this thing. I say this is interesting. Joe, unmute yourself, please. Oh, the audio that one. Hi. Good afternoon. Hey, anyway, just for fun, at the same time you were doing that, I pulled it up on our Lady A device, and oh, she was she was booming. Now that Good. that's interesting. Here in uh, New Mexico, I, I think there was KAMW and their translators. I, I, I believe they will still continue to play Spanish music, but by, by changing the slogan to public media, maybe, maybe they could get more grant money that way. I, I don't know. That's uh, but All right. Thank you, uh, Joe. But no, that X, you can definitely tell that, I mean, it's a very unique format for Nevada because you got the Area 51 out there. I keep yeah. waiting on Art Bell to come back from the grave and yeah. say something, or all the yep. UFO sightings out. I mean, it, it's de- they're definitely having fun with all the all the Nevada desert stories. Well, I think I think Doug is right. If you're going to do an if you're going to have an HD3 sub signal, why not put something on it that's a little interesting? I mean, do something yes. fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't listen yeah. to it 24 hours a day, but it certainly was a pretty good station. Doug, I want to thank you. You did a great job telling me about this thing. And those yeah. people driving from L.A. to Vegas are going to love it because that's what that station uh, yeah. serves, that area that, where there ain't no radio. Yep. So uh, they have a lot of listeners going through there. Doug, anytime good. you have a radio station, let me know, okay? Yeah, there's not too much creativity left on the radio anymore, but that was one I that, think you uh, found thankfully, it, Rick Lewis yeah, found it for us, and uh, <laughs> that was good. 
When Doug yeah. called me up, I said, "Oh no, what is he going to give me this time?" And it was it was definitely worth it, Doug. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate Maybe it. Maybe I should try oh, that this weekend on Be uh, One Five Point Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you <laughs> go. Then your retirement will become official. <laughs> really, man, it, might, it, might be re- it might be really official, Bernie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> Jeff, even Jeff won't be able to save you after that one. <laughs> oh no. That'll FM be- is effing magic, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> I heard Bernie laughing in the background on that stuff. Yeah. So it was ex- excellent, Doug. Thank, Thank you God, very much. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. What I liked about them, they played a little, a little bit of everything, and they even played some old commercials. They did. I yeah. liked it yep. because they, yep. they played versions of songs like uh, Mercy, you know, da, 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 Have Mercy, the one that was done by Cannibal. I, I didn't know the words of that song. So uh, no, uh, I did have to laugh though when they had to sing, let's tell you about LSD. I'm going, this would have been great on LSD, the station. Well, you know, the thing yeah, is, that the, the scary thing is that was probably sent around to the AFRS stations in Vietnam at the time. And the, yeah, the guys are yeah. sitting there saying, are we really listening to this? You know, they had to feel like they were tripping just to hear that thing. Well, I think we got to move on here, guys. Yep. Um, and I, Bill, why don't I, you tell I, us what you got next? And Doug, I think you're going to like this from the big one, WLW. And All right. Oh, the, the big mid, one. The big one, 100 years old. So, wow. Well, I'll put it on the phone and I'll keep listening. Take care, everybody. All right, buddy. <laughs> thank you. Doug, Again, thank you very much, Doug. We appreciate it. There Thanks. you go. Uh-huh. This piece of equipment is one of the biggest and most unique antiques in the world, a 500,000-watt transmitter that gave WLW Radio the right to call itself the nation's station. In fact, some would say it could be called the only worldwide station there ever was. This is the nation's station. And this is a guy who started it all, Powell Crosley Jr., on March 22nd, 1922. Oh, there were already radio stations, but radios were big and complicated. Crosley would make them small, simple, and cheap. He's the guy who would let everybody have one. Powell Crosley's theory was if I could build more power into the transmitter, I can build cheaper radios. So he wanted to build real cheap radios and one big, powerful transmitter. Come spend an evening at Crosley Square Where Freddy Leitner will greet you there Within a decade, WLW would be the first station in the country to hit 50,000 watts and make stars of names like Red Skelton, the Clooney Sisters, the Mills Brothers, and Doris Day. 50,000 watts wasn't enough. By 1932, Crosley had increased the power to a half million watts, the only one in the country. It would stay at that power until 1939, and then when the war started in 1941, the super transmitter was powered up again. During the war, they were given special temporary authority to operate half a million watts between midnight and six. And it's widely rumored that those broadcasts were used to send coded messages to uh, troops overseas and around the world. WLW would become a national defense item, and today the guard tower still remains where the transmitter was patrolled by the military. This is the nation's nation, WLW, the Crosley Broadcasting Corporation. 500,000 watts of power from Cincinnati. At WLW Radio Cincinnati is so special to me that I said, well, I'll come down, but you got to put together my heroes because I'm in this business today because of them. And they may not know this, because I've probably never told them. These are the guys who I'm starstruck by. 
still today. Because I walked into Provident Bank Building at 3 East 4th Street, three blocks away from here, in June of 1984, and I walked out a few hours later knowing exactly what my career was going to be. I was only 10 years old. And it was no longer the Provident Bank building to me, it was Graceland. And I still drive by that building and look up in those third floor windows and go, gosh, I remember being up there 40 years ago almost and how special of a place that was. The lineup included Jim Scott, who was the morning host and is here today and was a AC jock, was at WNBC in New York and uh, became a full service morning show megastar in this market for a number one for over two decades. Mike McConnell was a rock program director at 96 Rock and wanted to do Common Sense Midday Talk. You're over here, Randy. You're in the, you work in the mail room. Now, I, I did work in the mail room, but now you're sitting there because the mailman's in charge. Um, <laughs> Gary Burbank from Louisville and Memphis and New Orleans. CKLW. CKLW in Detroit. And uh, Gary Burbank was doing afternoons and had more characters in his head than Saturday Night Live. Dusty Rhodes, who uh, entertained us on the weekends. He filled in for a lot of people, too. Yeah. With uh, oldies and a, a super jock from WSAI in the 60s. And there was no one better to do 60s oldies on LW in the 80s than Dusty. Because those baby boomers were craving their oldies music. And Hot Wax Weekend and taking calls from all over North America. And the one person who uh, was part of that lineup who's not here is represented by me, I guess, my father, who did overnights, the trucking show, uh, the truck and bozo. Bill Cunningham, when he comes up, he was actually a liberal talk show host, and he can tell you the story. If he, I think he already told it, but about how he got on the station. And Randy says, You're too liberal. You're too liberal to to do talk radio in this market. And Cunningham says, oh, that's easy. The next night he came on, he was right of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Randy, you took over the station July 7th, 1983. 83, yeah. The station was in bankruptcy. I, you know, I was thinking about this. I think we have to accept responsibility. I think 700 WLW um, is responsible for a lot of what's wrong with radio today. Um, and I think it's a situational. You know, if you remember 1983, the big AM station in town was 55 KRC. Number one biller, 2554, rock solid. KRC, WLW was owned by a crazy man, too much debt, lost ball, high weeds. And, um, but big signal, God. And, but KRC was very female. And WLW had the Reds, so I had a plan for KRC. I was going to move uh, the midday guy to afternoons and hire comic comedy writers. I was going to move the af afternoon guy to middays and slowly take the music off. I was going to make the morning show more of a full-service wheel and continue to talk at night. All skewed female. Then I got a chance to be part of LW. Wow, well, taking them on, they got all the women. We'll just do it, but with men. And so we were crazy and edgy and speed, spork, sex. Full service morning show with a market legend. A lot can happen while you sleep. That's
That's why on weekday mornings, 700 WLW gives you news updates every 15 minutes. From the Northern 700 WLW knows how busy you are and that you need information quickly. You're never more than 15 minutes away from news in the morning on 700 WLW. Plus Pat Berry's weather and the Tri-State's most familiar personality, Jim Scott. Early mornings on News Radio 700 WLW. You were not crazy. You were very sane, sober, the grown-up, the responsible person in the room. But he's revered in this market. This is, you know, there's nobody who's better liked and better well-known than, than Jim Scott. What an amazing anchor. They were crazy through the day. But... Here's the thing, WLW did so well. We, you know, within a year, we, we weren't just first 12 plus in 2554, we were second 18 to 34 on AM. And everybody wanted to be like us and everybody tried to copy it. But nobody had this amazing lineup of talent. And the luckiest thing that's ever happened to me is the privilege, the honor, and the unbelievably fortunate circumstance of working with the talent up here. So I really think they ought to talk. But I think we screwed up the industry. Everybody tried to copy us, and nobody can do it like these people can do it. And so, you know, bad copies of something that aren't, you know. I don't disagree. See, you don't work for me anymore. You're well, it was it was such a fun place to work, and to some degree it still is, but it was one of those where when we started, there was no blueprint to follow, so everybody just did what they thought they could do pretty well, and it worked out, I think, in large measure, I mean, to a degree. Most people there kind of saw it, it's a serious job, but they kind of treated the station like a little bit of a toy, something to play with. When you're serving the public imagination, you need to yeah. be creative, and a loose, fun atmosphere in the halls is essential. And I've used that excuse to justify some reprehensible behavior, but that doesn't mean it's false. And we did have fun. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that there was a degree of camaraderie there that is very unusual. Uh, a lot of places you'll work and every show is an island. That was never the case there. You could pop in on anybody's show anytime you wanted. True. And tell somebody, well, you're nuts. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And somebody would stop in my show and say, this just completely interrupt me in the middle of what I was doing. And uh, it worked out well that way. It was a lot of cross, it was, it was genuine crossover that really helped build that place. Cunningham still does that because I think it's, it's just lazy. He doesn't know what he wants to do that day, so he so he grabs somebody, you know. But seriously, Cunningham will go out in the hall and get you, and you know. And if he sees you in the building, right, Dusty? Says, when stop by for the Stooge report. One of the most impressive things uh, to me uh, was the way Jim Scott came into this market at WSAI and actually conducted a political campaign to get listeners and did and Stan Matlock was the king of Cincinnati mornings for years Jim came in actually went around and knocked on doors and asked people to listen to him and they did and of course they liked what they heard but that was that, that still works yeah I mean you know I always work the room and so it, here's the thing about radio you meet somebody and then you get their full name, you learn a little bit about them, and then you say, would you listen to me tomorrow morning? Or would you listen to me on the radio? It doesn't cost anything. The odds are you're the first radio person that ever asked them that. And so, and then you have them. And then you talk about them the next day, that takes care of it. You've got them for 10, 20, 30, 40. Why would you lose them? 
just keep servicing them. So that's the way I did it. Willie, who hello. Do you, who do you service now, Jim? What are you talking about? <laughs> you used to be a liberal, huh? I was. I'll have to be whatever I can be to get as many listeners as possible, whatever it takes. But let me tell you one story about Jim Scott. It's early on. It's like 83, 84, and I'm talking to Jim. And I said, uh, I've not done radio before. Uh, how do you, what do you do? And he said, what you have to do is walk around restaurants, hand out your card. And you go into a Frisch's or a McDonald's or whatever it might be, Kroger. Right. With a Grippo bag in your back pocket. Right. And he hands out a card saying, I'm Jim Scott. Listen to me tomorrow. And I thought, that's one hell of a way to build an audience. I did it the other way by going, speaking at various functions. I would, we did the Friday Night Follies, which was all the football scores. Yes. And so on Thursday night, I, if the big football game, for those in the, maybe Elder St. X, or maybe another big game, Deer Park versus Sycamore, I would have on the coach or the star of the team, then the next night we'd do the score, and then they'd call me on the way home. So from that, doing that for years and years and years, the parents would say, hey, let's put on Willie on Friday night to see how the other teams did and listen to my kids on the radio. So I did the same thing you did, except I did it a little differently with hopefully better results. <laughs> well, this, this group has always uh, been after each other. And I can, uh, Jim, I don't know if you remember, but not long after you started, you came in my office and said, do people not like me here? You were doing an Alaskan cruise. And Gary did a parody of the commercials. Yeah. Well, Jim's on the cruise. We're going to his palatial estate in Indiana. Ride his horses and drink his liquor. And, you know, and uh, he said, they, 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 everybody, you know, they make fun. He said, yes, no, no, they, this is good. This is recycling. Nobody's making fun of you. It took me a while to learn that. in yeah. awe of yeah. you. But that's, it's wrestling. That's how, you know. Hey, Cunningham used to kill Bozo. And Bozo would go on vacation. He'd say, oh, Bozo's right. died. And he's dead. And we get flowers and... I did Russian dirge music to begin my show at 9 o'clock. I hate to report tonight, the drunken Bozo has died tragically. He was in a hut somewhere in the hills of Tennessee, and a brown bear had some intimate experience with the Bozo, and it's a terrible incident. And I had truckers flashing their lights going by the studio in memory of the Bozo. So I said, look, at midnight tonight when he comes on, it's not the Bozo. He taped a goodbye show that he knew something bad was going to happen. So he started off doing a regular show without knowing people are calling and Bozo, we loved you, man. You were the best there ever was. And finally, I spoke at his funeral. I expected he'd get out of the coffin at some point. I killed him off several times. Traffic accidents, terrible, terrible circumstances. And every time, but one time, I said, eventually, I'm going to be correct. And I was. And I, I gave the eulogy with the little Bozo sitting over there. He used to get us pizza. Remember Bozo, little, little Sean Compton, get us pizza, you know? And uh, he finally did die, didn't he? I'm not sure. I think he did. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure either. He might just think he's dead. Hey, Gary Burbank, could I apologize to you? When we first started uh, together down at 3 East 4th Street, uh, every day, Gary's on in the afternoon, I'm doing the morning show. Uh, and so when I come in the following morning, uh, maybe I'm a little bit of a neatnik, but there was this like really dirty old pillow that was like laying on the ground, you know, right near where we're working. And I would always pick it up and I would throw into the garbage can. And so, and then Gary, being not quite as tall as the average human being, would sit on that and was so pissed off that somebody was throwing his pillow in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to apologize. Uh, you don't have to apologize. Uh, I did a lot sense. of shit to you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, who, who, who really got, who didn't like it was like, uh, was uh, La Barbara. When Jim La Barbara, uh, <laughs> he told Doc, he said, uh, Gary is hanging his socks up in my mailbox. <laughs> And I, and I was doing that because he, he kept complaining too. And uh, so I thought, you know, we'll just try this. So I put, and, and he would get Doc to come back and move my socks because he wouldn't touch them. And See, that's the best thing on, to Gary. on the barber was when we, we stole his uniform. Remember, remember the time we, Trumpy stole G, uh, Jim LaBarbera's uh, <laughs> uniform, Red's uniform. Red's uniform. Red's uniform. Red's yeah. uniform. They, they used to have this game, it was a media game before a Red's game, and Jim will took it very, very seriously with him. I mean, he looked like he played for the team with LaBarbera on the back. It was his pride and joy. And the day of the big game. Day of the big game, Trump goes up and he, uh, he somehow finds his uniform. And then they take it downstairs. There was a men's store downstairs. And they put it on a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 uh, so Jim is just bitching and moaning. Where is my who's got, Gary? You tell me what they did. I know nothing. And uh, so he was downstairs. They said at one point, "There's a picture of this." Jim is standing in front of the station, and right beside him is the mannequin throwing the ball, wearing his uniform, looking for who who's got his damn uniform out there. <laughs> and the clerk, the clerk wouldn't sell him his uniform. I want to. Uh, give me my, it's not your uniform, sir. It's LaBarber. I'm LaBarber. No, you're not. It's a uniform. He plays for the Reds. He couldn't buy his own uniform back. <laughs> and he took himself too seriously. You've got to be serious, but never take yourself seriously. You know, that's somebody else who played a big role in the, the rise of this place was Trumpy. Bob Trumpy pretty much invented sports talk. There was yep. no other place that had a show called sports talk. And Trumpy tells the story that he was in L.A. for some reason, post-Lakers game. A former player was on just talking the, and taking some calls about the Lakers game. And he thought, why didn't that work with other sports? And then back here, he, wrapped, he finished his um, career with the Bengals and originally went to WCKY, and they took him on to start there and eventually moved over to LW. But, I mean, think how much money is in sports talk everywhere, whether it's radio, television, mm -hmm. it's whole networks. And Trumpy was the first person to do that. He had uh, the, the best radio show I've ever heard in my life was when a woman called him one yes. night yes. going to commit suicide. Yes. You remember that? Yeah. And this woman, after a few minutes, she realized this is real. She's going to kill herself. Trumpy starts talking her down. And it took, how long was he on the air? Two, three hours? It was, yeah, most Three hours. They would take breaks, you know, and he would say, I want you just to hold on. I'm going to come back in two minutes, and we're going to talk some more about what life should be worth to you. And uh, do you have uh, any friends? Well, yeah. I didn't. And this went, and it was sad, and you're, you're just blown away by, by Trump's... Uh, sympathy for this woman and and they, three hours later she decided at the end she wouldn't do it but the most impressive thing about that three-hour show with a person going to commit suicide you're talking him down he didn't miss a single commercial yeah. <laughs> i can see that coming the word is compelling uh, radio and compelling you didn't want to 
turn off because you might no. miss something on any of these shows. Uh, I worked briefly for a cup of coffee at CKLW. Gary came afterwards, and there was a record called The Americans by Byron McGregor. And he was going to do it at the Detroit Tigers, <laughs> and they trusted Gary to do the audio for some reason. They didn't really, because Byron was uh, turned out to be, I had done a parody of that uh, in Louisiana. You remember uh, the Louisianans, when the earthquakes come, who runs and jumps in the holes? <laughs> the Louisianans. And like, uh, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And so I go up there, and we really became friends about that. And uh, after that, and but Byron, what were you talking about now? The, the, the Americans, and he was reciting it at the Detroit Tigers game. Oh, and yeah. you put the Mickey Mouse clothes uh, oh, on. Yeah, 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 I'll get to the punchline here. Okay. <laughs> Blow it. Give me your punchline. No. So, so uh, he came and said, I have to do the Americans. And uh, my board out was uh, Jose. And Jose said, I'll take care of it for you. So he, he put it on, on, on a Wallen sack recorder, you know, America the Beautiful. And I said, well, uh, why don't you leave the studio here? Because we're not supposed to touch anything, you know, the unions and stuff like that. He left, and I put a little something on the end. And uh, so Byron is standing on the pitcher's mound. And he's going, and you know, have, you, have you heard the Americans? Most of you have. And as this is one Canadian who stands up for America, and da 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 da. 35,000 people in the stands on July the 4th or whatever, hands over their hearts, and it's very touching. And, he says, and this is one American who stands by our neighbor to the south, America. And the music goes, da 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 da. And then I come in going, pee, pee, that's all, folks. <laughs> and Byron is just like, <laughs> but they said, you heard him say, Burr! and then he dumped two tons of horse shit in my driveway. <laughs> He did literally. Never. Oh, they well, yeah, well, he didn't do it. He's he's too clean. <laughs> he Randy. had someone do it, and, and he, he dumps the two tons of horse crap in the driveway. And as I'm leaving the next morning, I go, boom, what the hell? <laughs> Pull up again. <laughs> so I get out of my car and I look, and there's, you know, it's this high. I'm going, I got to have to bust through this thing, man, because I got to get to work. So I pulled up as far as I could in the garage, put it in reverse, and yeah, bam, and bam, and finally get through it. So I got to work, and pulled, you know, in, in the parking lot of CKLW, and as I was walking inside, um, you know, you want to make people think nothing's wrong, and so I walked inside, and uh, hey, Gary, how's it going? Everything's fine. And uh, so I go to the control room and, and screw around there for a few minutes. Everybody's looking at me, waiting for me to say, who the hell dumped? I never, and so I made it like until after the uh, 640 news. And Randall Carlisle was uh, doing the news that morning. I saw Randall on the phone and said, Gary's not acting like anything's wrong. And uh, so uh, I made it that far. And then uh, they go on here. There was a disturbance at your house, by the way. They, on uh, on uh, the guy on the street I was on, and I said, "Oh, I told you guys we moved two weeks ago from there." <laughs> well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed wow. that. Oh, that was good. Part two next week.
That was great, Bill. Well, that was part good. two next week. Yeah, that was good. No, they really no, were edgy. There, there was a difference to the. You know, I would tune in in the winter time. You know, start coming oh, in, and I would listen to Trumpy, and I'd listen to Bill Cunningham, and you know, I've always I don't agree with him politically. Well, I don't know whether I do or not because he may be doing a whole act now. <laughs> yeah. But my point is, I, I don't agree with things that he says politically, but I enjoy his personality because he's just fun, and he he makes things. You know, he, he just. You know, make, makes what he's doing fun. Like we were talking about, Rush Limbaugh could do that, and Bill Bill Cunningham certainly can too. He sounds one different, the, by the way. Well, this Gary Burbank sounded a lot different. WLW number one for years was a guy by the name of Charlie Modoc. Charlie Modoc worked in Miami on WQAM, and then went up to Cincinnati, worked at WSAI, and became the general manager for years of WLW. Very good, Mike. Thank you. So, um, when, when uh, of course, WLW is pretty close to Indianapolis. You can get them like a local all the time. Uh-huh. And yeah. when uh, Randy Michaels took over, he totally changed the sound of the station. Not just the programming, but the audio. And hmm. he made it sound so, I mean, it jumped out of the radio. It was it was just right. unbelievable. You know, they Bernie, I... Yeah. Oh, good. Sorry, go ahead. I have recordings of WLW from, like, 1963 and early, and it was such a sleepy-sounding oh. station. Oh, it was. Oh, they, they were on that Kennedy, uh, on, the, on the Golden Age News Network we talk about all the time, the, the lead-up to the Kennedy assassination is always WLW's morning show, and with the traffic we have, you know, and it's very uh, dignified and all that. It certainly oh, was that. a big game well, later on. Our, our big joke at, at the station I worked for in, in the 80s was listening to WLW in the 70s, the, the time they played Night Moves by Bob Seger. Huh. Now, Night Moves by Bob Seger had pretty bad audio all by itself. Uh-huh. Uh, but when you played it on WLW, I mean, there were places in the song you literally had to turn the car radio way up. And then, and then Randy Michaels got in there and said, you know what? This has got to change. And Randy Michaels was just a rebel. I mean, he got drunk on the air. He did everything. <laughs> and when I heard a lot of it, it was just hilarious. And, and mm-hmm. look how successful he's become. Well, guys, I know yeah. we're I know we're going to run late into Tim's show, but uh, uh, do you want me was, to run these was, two together? Yeah. Well, it's up to you. Would you like to do that? That that might because they would fit together if you want to do that, and then we can. It's up to you, Bill. Was, You're the boss. I'm not the boss. I don't know anything. I'm not the boss. <laughs> I'm nothing. In 10, 15 years, when I'm, they'll say, who is he? So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. But I thought that would be interesting. And I screened that one, Chris, to make sure. Oh, that, great, Bill. Thank you. That, that, so if you it was, back, it was if, a lot of fun. And if you do them back to right. back, Bill, like you want to do. We'll just say that this we got country music that I took a care of request from Gina in Washington, and then we have KPLX in Dallas, Texas. All right, this is how we'll do it. We want to thank everyone for being here. Thanks for all your participation. Thank you, Doug, for coming in. Bernie, everybody, just the whole crew. Sean, everybody. Games to watch. Yeah. Yeah, we got yeah, we got games to watch it. Right. And that means shut up. Yeah, absolutely. But we've got Tim's show to listen to as well. We do, nineteen fifty eight, one of my favorites. This week 
My classic air check segment takes us to Seattle, Washington, and we're going to take care of a listener request from Gina, who wants to hear radio station KAYOAM. In 1971, KAYOAM was programming a country format, and the radio announcer you're going to hear is Ed Howell. The air check was recorded sometime in July of 1971. I don't have the exact date, but I think you're going to enjoy this air check. This air check represents what country radio sounded like back in the day. So without further ado, what it's a fact and enjoy radio station KAYO AM from Seattle, Washington in 1971 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. All right, Johnny Dollar, if I make the front door, woman. Hi, the Ed Howell Show. It's kind of a warm Thursday evening, weatherman notwithstanding. He figures somewhere around the 70s and we're showing 83 out back. So I've been working around here to kind of cool things down to heat it up a little bit with good country music tonight. What does this sound remind you of? Something cozy. A nice feeling. A place where you check the day's woes at the door. Miller Brewing Company, Azusa, California. Oh, yeah. And speaking of time, nine past six in KO Country. Ed Howell, friends and neighbors, spinning the rackets, and this is your friend Hank Snow reminding you to always stay tuned to KAYO for the very best in good old country music and my friend Ed Howell. Okay, Hank, thanks a lot, buddy. Where were you last night, you old son of a gun? Our featured artist of the day day yesterday, he was. Gene Meyer Cycle Center, second in Rainier in Renton, has a new or used cycle you've been looking for. Gene Meyer Cycle Center in Renton has over 150 new Suzuki Fun Cycles in stock right now. They have everything from the high-performance mini-cycle to the big 500cc Road King. Gene Meyer has a good supply of the hot 125cc models just ready for immediate delivery. So don't wait to get that bike you've always wanted. At Gene Meyer Cycle Center in Renton, you can buy a full-size Suzuki Street bike for just $279. And listen to this. You can buy a Suzuki Trail bike for only $289, full price, only at Gene Meyer Cycle Center. Easy credit approval on the spot. Convenient bank terms to suit your budget, too. So stop in. See the new Suzuki 400cc motocross, the one that's been tearing up the competition at all the recent races. Gene Meyer for Suzuki. Gene Meyer for BSA. Gene Meyer for the best service department in King County. Gene Meyer Cycle Center, 2nd and Rainier in Renton. Thank you again, Larry Robinson. <laughs> oh, hey, back a while, several years ago, Nat Stuckey was looking all around for Sweet Thing. Remember that? Anybody here seen Sweet Thing? He found Sweet Thing, and to make a long story short or a short story long, how about Sweet Thing and Cisco? Got the frying pan into the fire. in the KO country. A good one there. Hey, we have problems this evening. Oh, merciful heavens. Uh, we have a car cycle injury accident southwest 327th and 21st southwest. We have the ambulance and state patrol en route. That's a car cycle injury accident southwest 327th and 21st southwest, so avoid that area if you can. Also trouble northbound on the freeway at the James Street off-ramp. We have a car pedestrian accident. Both the state patrol and Seattle police are on the scene. Uh, it's a bit more than an accident. Actually, a person 
Jackson neither was pushed. It's a kind of a delicate thing to handle here, but uh, came down off the overhead onto the freeway. And it's all jammed up, the James Street off-ramp in particular. That is northbound on the freeway at the James Street off-ramp. Use extreme caution and probably better to avoid the James Street off-ramp for a period of time there. You know, there's something about cash these days that has a nice ring to it. The action paper of the Great Northwest. Listen to K-A-Y-O for the great songs of our lives. Fifteen past six. You'd expect a desert resort. <laughs> hey, how about that? And the son of a gun didn't even invite me along either. That's what we were right? Bob Darren wrote it a while back. Sonny James sings it. You're the the reason I'm living. Bobby Darren wrote it way back when. Sonny James off his brand new album, the sensational Sonny James and the Southern Gentleman. Boy, it is busy in here tonight. It's just about as busy as a... Uh well, if you can imagine someone trying to cross Aurora Avenue at along about 5 o'clock, you can get an idea how busy it is in this control room this evening. See, have you ever imagined owning your own swimming pool? Hmm? You thought it was too expensive? Well, tell you, here's a real summer special. American Games, third and wall, is closing out all above-ground swimming pools in stock at a substantial savings. Right now, the Doughboy Aqualine and Newport models are reduced by one-third. The Aqualine 18 foot in diameter and 48 inches high was originally priced for $340, but now, during this closeout sale, it's priced to just $228. I'm talking like in your ballpark, huh? It comes complete, by the way, with the filter, the ladder, the skimmer, and a five-year guarantee. Now, the Newport model, there's a big 16-foot wide and 24 feet long, while you could swing the, swim the English Channel in that one, is reduced $262 to $533. All other pools in stock are reduced at least 20%. Now, here's something else, too. Two-year financing is available. Now, this is your opportunity to own your own pool at a very low cost. From the recreational experts, that's American Games, 3rd and Wall in Seattle. And they're open, by the way, till 9 p.m. on Mondays and Friday evenings till 5 p.m. on Sunday. Get into Schwimmdale. This is the home of the Western Gentlemen. Triton all-season motor oil is a premium multi-career engine. Available at B&B Auto Parts, Renton, Washington, and Bellevue. It's KO Country's own Jerry Jack Adams. I've got a home. In Cedro, will we? That old gang of mine. Oh, I'll never, never leave my happy home. Well, I've got a home, and I'll never leave my happy home. Jerry Jack Adams there. National Bank. There is a good one. I'll kid you not. It's 23 and a half past six in KO Country, the Ed Howell Show on a Thursday evening. This comes out of Corpus Christi, Texas. Of course, they're having all the trouble down there with the sleeping sickness, the equine and syphilitis and all that kind of this. The horses are going to sleep and not waking up. Anyway, an employee of the Corpus Christi Health Department has a rather unusual job. He makes tests to determine the effectiveness of a spraying campaign against mosquitoes. How about that? <laughs> the thing about it is that he stands still for one minute, then counts his bites. His record so far, 69 bites in 60 seconds. That's what you call real devotion to your job. <laughs> in my book, that's what you call an idiot. 
I don't know, though. He's getting paid for it, so... A lot of us do a lot worse for no money at all. Glenn Campbell sings. Lord, we'll see you walking into the angels. His album, All Happy Day. Glenn Campbell talking the angels in the sky. I remember back to when that was a, a, a popular song, believe it or not, back in what, oh gosh, it was in the 50s anyway, or 60s, somewhere around there, give or take 100 years or so. See, in these days of... Uh, Sure, sorely service and goods that are not what they're cracked up to be. You know, it's a pleasure to deal with people who have something to say and really mean it. If you need tires or are even thinking of tires after shopping around, stop by your local Firestone store. Compare their prices on any tire in stock. The 16 Firestone stores from Mount Vernon to Chehalis are overstocked due to a, well, a computer order duplication. Now, the tires can, of course, be returned to the factory, but, well, it costs money, too. So, as a result, you can save on tires of all sizes, including those to fit Volkswagens, Datsuns, Toyotas, and all domestic makes. Now, from now through the end of July, Firestone will also sell blemished seconds, takeoffs, and used tires at significantly reduced prices. And trade-ins... They're welcome. Firestone has payment plans to fit most any budget. With 16 Firestone stores in this area, from Mount Vernon to Chehalis, there's bound to be one near you. Looking out my back door. Sunshine or more sunshine, the weatherman calling for more sunshine. Looking out my back door, I see we have a one-car injury accident. South 160th and 1st South. That's South 160th and 1st South. One-car injury accident. The state patrol is en route. Do drive carefully in that area, too. That incident earlier on the freeway northbound at about James Street, we understand a 70-year-old man suffered two broken legs, so there was no fatality there, but don't know what's going to happen, do you? Remember this song, little Jody Miller had looking out my back door. I brought an old picker from way down the line, Joe Mathis, back along with young son Jody Mathis and their album Guitaration Gap. Guitaration Gap, or the thing to do with his age and his age and the six string in the middle there. Ed Howell, a Thursday night in KO country, K-A-Y-O, Seattle, world's number one country music station, coming up 6.30 and ABC News. This is K-A-Y-O, Seattle, world's number one country music station. Ed Howell, K.O. News. 22 construction workers shut down a multi-million dollar highway project in Seattle today in a dispute over minority hiring. Authorities say members of the United Construction Workers Association laid down in front of trucks and took the keys from a water truck to stop the project. The Black Workers Group said the project, run by the Riverton Heights Construction Company of Seattle, will stay closed until 8% of the workers are minority employees. Project manager Phil Butler said that he had told the group that he had seven minority workers on the project at Highway 590 between South 136th and 160th Streets. United Construction Workers spokesman Milton Jefferson said when his group checked the work site, they found no minority employees. 
King County Executive John Spellman indicated today that although federal agricultural department officials have closed the door to a companion food stamp surplus food program at this point, the effort is far from over. Spellman said his staff is currently working on a two-fold approach, which he explained this way. We are pursuing the... The Seattle Alliance of Educators, who are meeting with the Seattle School Board over new contracts for teachers, say they have set meetings for next Wednesday for the teachers to talk over a proposed agreement. The negotiating group said it hopes to complete talks with the school board tomorrow or Saturday. Nisqually Indian Bill Frank Jr. said that he will file suit in U.S. District Court for damages caused by tax assessment for unstamped cigarettes. Washington State Revenue Department spokesman Robert Munzinger said the department had filed an assessment in Thurston County Superior Court for $8,659 in cigarette taxes. Frank, who was named in the assessment along with Willie Frank, says the cigarettes were purchased before there were plans to sell cigarettes at Frank's Landing on the Nisqually River east of Olympia. Menzinger says the assessment results from possession of unstamped cigarettes by a party other than a registered distributor. He said the first person who acquires cigarettes must put a tax stamp on them. Frank said he will sue the state, the state game department, and its taxing agencies for $1 million for each day they occupied Frank's Landing. This is KAYO News. Headlining the, the Dark news. Horse Band played this Saturday, 3 p.m. at the Bellevue Whitefront. Headlining the news across the nation and world, director of the American Medical Association's Washington office denies Senator Edward Kennedy's charge that they sent a so-called blackmail letter to the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee. A Los Angeles Commodities Exchange holding the trade of gold coins because of a ban announced by the Treasury Department. The United Steel Workers Union has called a meeting of union leaders for July 30th to consider either a strike or any contract offer from the nation's steel industry. Two communist leaders destined for Sudan are in the hands of Libyan authorities after being obliged to leave a BOAC airliner. This airliner, buzzed by Libyan planes, forced to land in Benghazi. For KO News from London, Captain John Meyer, who debriefed the plane pilot, had this report on that event. Army forces loyal to Sudan's President Damari have reportedly rounded up all the leaders of the coup that had ousted him four days ago. Communist China issuing what it calls a serious warning against an alleged violation of red Chinese air rights by an American plane. In KO country, weather outlook, night and morning low clouds or fog with sunny afternoons through Saturday. Highs near 78 tomorrow, about 80 Saturday, lows near 55. Winds variable to 15 miles per hour through Saturday. Chance of measurable precipitation, 0% through tomorrow night. Current temperature is 84 degrees. Ed Howell, KO News. Well, there you go. Memories of radio station KAYO AM from Seattle, Washington in July of 1971. And I want to thank Gina, who requested this radio station. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's an air check that you'd like me to feature, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595, that's 800-693-0595, ending option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Dallas, Texas, and we're going to listen to radio station KPLX-FM. The station transmits on a frequency of 99.5, and they're owned and operated by Cumulus. This past week, they've readjusted their playlist, playing more older country music, differentiating this radio station from their other country radio station, which is KSCS-FM, which transmits on a frequency of 96.3. So without further ado, why not sit back and enjoy radio station KPLX-FM, 
99.5 The Wolf on this tradition of all things Radio Live. KPLX and KPLX HD1 in Fort Worth, Dallas, a cumulus media station. It's 11 o'clock in Texas country. My Texas country. The Wolf is Texas. This is 99.5 The Wolf. The Wolf, the Cowboys. Oh, a lot of people were leaving there for a while. We've added some names and numbers to the Cowboys roster. Give you the details in two songs. I ride east every other Friday. This is the music we were raised to love. Texas Country, 99.5. The Wolf. The Wolf, Tyler Reese, and yes, the Cowboys, the boys adding some new names, well, familiar names, back to the roster and some new ones as well. Dallas Cowboys bringing back linebacker Leighton Vander Esch, along with safety Malik Hooker and long snapper Jake McQuaid as well. Hopefully moving in the right direction with our Cowboys. Hey, Tara's out and about on The Wolf. 99.5 The Wolf is proud to welcome Howland Jackson. Uh, Rachel, I think you mean Alan Jackson. Hey, this is the Wolf. So yeah, we're howling for Alan Jackson on his last call, One for the Road Tour, at the AAC on September 17th. And all weekend, listen for keywords to text and win your free tickets. Uh, did you remember to tell him tickets are on sale now? Well, I would have if you'd let me. It's Howlin' Jackson. Alan Jackson, Rachel. Alan Jackson. Where I come from. Alan Jackson tickets all weekend on The Wolf, provided by Live Nation. Hey, wait. Make sure you mention 99.5thewolf.com for more info. Listen, next time you want to talk, could you please raise your hand? Jeez. Hey, I'm Alan Jackson on 99.5 The Wolf. Wolf. The Wolf, Tyler Reese. Hey, we've got your ultimate rodeo hookup coming up this week. Your shot to win tickets to three shows. And your first shot to do that, 640 Monday morning. Wake up with the Wolf with Brian and Tara, Travis Tritt, Leanne Rimes, Robert Earl Keen, and more. The ultimate rodeo hookup. Monday morning, 640, 99.5 The Wolf. Six lanes, tail lights. The Wolf, Tyler Reese, a winning weekend, getting you in to see Alan Jackson. He's going to be at American Airlines Center, hanging up his hat after that. A keyword for you to text and win your tickets in less than 10 minutes. I must look just like a fool. The longer a wolf's been around, the wiser it gets. 99.5, The Wise Wolf.
my country. Texas country. I love the wolf. <laughs> 995 The Wolf Tyler winning weekend getting you in to see AJ at AAC Alan Jackson going to hang up his hat after this one. It's going to play American Airlines Center. You want to go? Keyword this hour to do exactly that. Text BLUES, B-L-U-E-S, text BLUES to 20248, BLUES, 20248. Your shot to see Alan Jackson. Good luck. 99.5 The Wolf. Back to the music. Woo! Back to the music. And Texas country. 99.5 The Wolf. Wolf. Like a rainy Sunday morning makes me want to stay in bed, twist it up all day long. 99.5 The Wolf, still time to text BLUES. A winning weekend getting you in to see Alan Jackson. Text B-L-U-E-S, BLUES, to 20248. BLUES, 20248. Good luck with The Wolf. Texas country. My hometown station. My Texas, my country. This is 99.5 The Wolves. The Wolf. Tyler Reese, a winning weekend. Getting ready to see Alan Jackson all weekend. Who will want to see AJ at AAC? Absolutely. One more for the road tour with keywords to get you in in six minutes. Two young people. The Wolf. Ninety-nine five, the Wolf, Tyler Reese on a winning weekend, getting you in to see Alan Jackson all weekend for his show at AAC September seventeenth. Keyword this hour is drive. D R I V E. Text that to two zero two four eight. Drive to two zero two four eight. Your shot to see Alan Jackson before he hangs up his hat. One more time. Drive two zero two four eight. Good luck with the Wolf. There's only two states in this great country, Texas and not Texas. 99.5, The Wolf. Ninety-nine-five, The Wolf. Hey, the stars on the road. Puck drops less than an hour with the New York Islanders. Tomorrow, taking on the Caps. Hey, light it up when I hear you say my name. Well, I love the rain 99.5 The Wolf. Tyler have you ever been on a flight with a screaming baby? Oh, my goodness. And you feel so bad for the parents because they look like they're just mortified. These passengers took it into their own hands. I'll tell you what happened in less than 10 minutes. I got my old guitar and some fishing poles. Maybe we 
five the wolf. That's Texas country. It's not just a song. It's three chords and the truth. This is Texas country. 99.5 the wolf. and down 99.5 the wolf i am tyler reese and well these passengers on this flight took it into their own hands they had a screaming baby this baby would not be quiet so this is what they decided to do yeah they sang baby shark it did work i think the child did calm down then they had to figure out what was what was worse, the baby crying or them singing Baby Shark. Well, there you go. A station that brings back lots of memories for me because when I got my first computer, that was one of the first radio stations that streamed on the internet. You just got to hear radio station KPLX-FM from Dallas, Texas with their country format. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.